0: So you found out that somebody might not like you. What do you do next? Does this destroy you? Does this cause you stress? Does this cause you anxiety? Let's talk about that today. First off, I want to welcome everybody back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Liguori, and the goal of this show is simple. We aim to get smarter and stronger every day. So thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time out of your day. I hope you guys find some value in today's episode. So our topic for today is, what if we find out that somebody isn't too fond of us? Now, I think it's human nature to want to be liked and even loved or accepted by everybody. So what happens when we find out that somebody doesn't accept us, or they don't love us, or they don't like us very much, maybe they're talking some shit behind our back? I once heard, and I can't remember where exactly I heard this. This might have actually been in one of our Acres of Diamond sessions, but it was a young woman and she said that her greatest fear, her greatest fear in her life was discovering that someone out there didn't like her. Have you ever had a fear that is of that same magnitude? Personally, I haven't. Uh, Maybe I used to have some, some things that were similar to that, but in recent years I haven't and I think that's because I've done a lot of work on myself personally and kind of changing or at least improving the way that I view myself. But I thought that that was such an interesting thing. The greatest fear is discovering that someone out there doesn't like me. So today what I want to talk about is what happens if we discover if somebody doesn't like us out there. And what I want to do is I want to make these podcasts a little bit more structured. I want to have a clearly defined outcome for the reason for you guys tuning in to these episodes because you know taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day I know we're all busy so I want these episodes to provide quick simple and easily digestible value and understanding okay what's the outcome why am I actually listening to this today how is this actually going to help me so the outcome of this episode today is you will be educated or at least have some awareness on three ways you can get over the situation of finding out that someone doesn't like you okay now When we find out that someone doesn't like us there's there's two things immediately kind of popped up into my head one is validation so validation is something that we're always looking for validation is almost the idea that i am enough for that person which then leads into the second idea of being enough for that person do we really need to be enough for other people or can we just be enough for ourselves? so validation is really i think amplified in social media because it's, it's a very black and white approach to validation, right? If you get a like, you get a comment, you get a repost, you get a follow. Those are small hits of dopamine, which are basically, hey, you're validated. You were good enough to get a like, or you were good enough to get a comment, etc. So validation and not being enough is really, I think, what boils down to those root causes of why we may feel so much stress or anxiety if we find out that someone necessarily might not be too fond of us. So the outcome of this podcast three ways that you can get over the situation of finding out that someone doesn't like you very much number one Turn it on yourself Ask yourself What can I control? So I've just found out that somebody doesn't like me very much. Somebody was talking bad about me. Okay, that's our current situation What can I control in this situation? I? Cannot control their perception of me every single person in this world has their own perspectives, has their own opinions about things, has their own beliefs, what they think is right, what they think is wrong. What can you control in this situation? You can control your behavior. You can control your thoughts. You can control the amount of attention that you give to that person. Once you hear that somebody might not like you or someone's talking shit about you or someone isn't too fond of you, how much of your attention are you interested in giving to that person? One of the greatest things that my father ever told me is he talked about this idea of being in your front row. Now, think of a movie theater, all right? Now, sitting in the front row in a movie theater might not be the most ideal spot, but I want you to think about like a life theater. The people in your front row are like your big five, the people who are really fucking important in your life, your your best friends, maybe some of your siblings or your family members. So if they're not in your front row, they're really not going to take up too much of my mental space. And that's okay. Not everybody can sit in the front row. And frankly, probably the more selective you make your front row, the more you're actually going to give to that front row and the less you're going to have other people who are within your theater. You're still welcome to be in the theater, but you're not making it to the front row. You got to be a pretty special person to make it to that front row in the life theater, we can call it. All right so the first thing turn it in on yourself when you find out somebody might not be too fond of you what can you control you can control your behavior you can control your thoughts and you can control the amount of attention that you give that person the second thing you can do be curious about it all right curiosity leaves judgment out of a scenario curiosity i heard from my coach when i was working with her about three three sessions ago I was talking about how I really try to stay curious to the best of my abilities. It's hard because we want to judge things sometimes based upon past experiences or we want to judge things based upon basically trying to come up with an answer for something, right? When we judge things, it almost closes the loop to something, which is kind of the opposite of curiosity because curiosity keeps things open-ended. It doesn't necessarily give you an answer, which in this Context that answer is okay. That person doesn't like me. So if I stay curious about it I leave open the option that maybe they do Or maybe in the future they will or maybe just right now they don't who knows right if I stay curious about it I don't necessarily just give an answer to that and one of the best things that I have been taught over the past couple of years is the reticular activating system Reticular activating system is a piece of your brain and It basically filters out information, so then you can kind of focus on the things that are right in front of you. Now, the reticular activating system is the question, it answers any question that you will give it. So if you ask yourself, why doesn't that person like me? Your reticular activating system is going to give you answers to that question. You're a jerk. You're insecure. You're... Uh, you're you're a you're pompous, right? You're cynical, right? Maybe maybe they think you're weak, right? Your, your your Raz will give you nasty answers to that question. Now, what if you asked your your Raz some better questions? What would that person love about me? Why do my friends and family love me so much? What do I love about myself? See, so now you're priming that RAS with some really good questions, and you're going to get some much better answers. And what you're going to do is you're actually going to fill your brain with positive answers. And that idea of that person not necessarily liking you is slowly going to lose its power on you because you're filling your brain with some good mental nutrients at that point. So the second piece, be curious about it right? Curiosity leaves judgment out and curiosity allows for people to be open-minded and ask better questions to your Raz. All right. So number two, stay curious about it. Number three, empathize with them. Now this one might be the most difficult. All right. So Carl Bryan had an awesome, awesome quote. Carl Bryan said, people who are intimidated by you will trash talk you with hopes that others don't find you so appealing. All right. I want to say that again because it's so powerful. People who are intimidated by you will trash talk you with hopes that others don't find you so appealing So those people who might be talking bad about you or who might not necessarily like you they may be insecure about something and Talking bad about you or not liking you and verbally communicating that to other people may make them feel significant it may give them a sense of power or a foundation and a feeling of strength. So if we empathize with them and say, oh, they may be feeling some fear or they may be insecure about something, it almost takes all of that power away of what they're judging you on or what they don't like about you because you almost feel bad for them at that point. We will go to great measures to avoid feeling weak and feeling fearful and sometimes that means that we have to talk bad about other people to make ourselves feel good, right? Human beings will do a lot to feel strong. We'll do a lot to feel significant. At the same time, we will do a lot to avoid feeling weak or to avoid feeling fearful. So maybe, to another degree, you're even bringing out an insecurity in them. You're showing them something that they don't really want to face, or maybe they're not even ready to face in their life. And because of that, you're pushing back, and you're pulling the shade back over that thing that they are insecure about by talking bad about you or not necessarily liking you. Okay, so empathize with them. Give them a little grace. Maybe they're struggling with something and, and and in order for them to get over what they're struggling with, they have to not like you or they have to be mean to you. All right, so number three, empathize, empathize with them. Here are a couple great ideas too that I've heard over the past couple of months and years that I thought were so valuable around this idea. Byron Katie I just recently started hearing a little bit more about her. I heard her on the Life Coach podcast by Brooke Castillo. If you like the stuff that we talk about here on Libraries and Weight Rooms, I highly recommend checking out some of Brooke Castillo's stuff as well. I listen to her every single day. She is phenomenal. So well-spoken, so well-educated. It's beautiful. I absolutely love listening to her and utilizing her skills and her mentorship. She was talking about Byron Katie as being one of her mentors. And one of the things that she said in in one of her podcasts was Byron Katie once said, no one can hurt me. That's my job. Mm. No one can hurt me. That's my job. And what that made me think about is our thoughts are really the only thing that can hurt us. And so, for example, you could have a German Shepherd dog in front of you, okay, one person had a really bad experience with the German Shepherd dog when they were little. Maybe the dog bit them. The other person has had five German Shepherd dogs, and they've been the most beautiful, majestic creature that they've ever laid their eyes on. The only thing that is causing one person happiness and one person stress is the thoughts that are in their head about that dog, right? The perspective that that person is choosing to look at. So in reality, no one can hurt me. That's my job. I'm the only one who can ultimately hurt myself. So if I find, find out that someone doesn't like me, I'm the only one who can actually cause pain to myself because of that new information, right? It's my choice, which leads greatly into this next idea from Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Mm. Eleanor, that is beautiful. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent, which is basically like you're giving someone permission to have control over the way that you feel. All right, just like Byron Katie, it's your decision on your thoughts, on what you choose to focus on, and then those that whatever you focus on, and that thought leads to a feeling. So if I want to feel a certain way, I just choose the thoughts that that I want to focus on, and that leads to the the way that I want to feel. Similar to the way that we ask our Raz empowering questions. What would the person love about me is going to make me feel a lot better than why doesn't that person like me? Right? Different thoughts are going to pop into your head around that, and then you're going to feel a different way. And one of the things, and so the the third little idea too, just to kind of wrap these guys up, my uh, my father once told me, we choose what we let bother us. We choose the battles to fight. Last month, my vehicle died two times in one month. The, the car battery died. All right. The first thing that I said, I said, I'm not interested in letting this bother me. I just wasn't interested in it. I just didn't let any stress or any anxiety go to the fact that I had a dead vehicle and I wanted to figure out how to get to the gym. Well, I figured out how to get to the gym. I borrowed my roommate's car. I called Geico and my truck was up and running by about noon that day. No stress, no anxiety. I was not interested in letting that bother me. The same thing can be applied when we find out that there might be a person who doesn't like us. I'm not interested in letting that bother me. Right, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can just be honest with it. You can just say it in a very confident way to help your own health, right? To help your own sanity, to help your own significance, to help your own self-image. I'm just not interested in letting that bother me. I'm just not le- interested in letting that inconvenience the way that I live my life. Okay, they have their opinion of me and that's all right, right? And that's their right to have an opinion. Last one that I think is so powerful, Abe Lincoln. I don't like that man. I must get to know him. Now, Abe has been spitting gold for his whole life. This one is absolute beauty. I don't like that man. I must get to know him. We can't learn from people who see things the same way as us. So it's okay to sometimes have a negative perception of somebody and then say, hmm, what can I learn from them? What can they teach me? They obviously believe in things or they obviously do things or act a certain way that I typically don't which is hence why I might not agree with their actions, hence why I might not actually like them. Maybe they know something that I don't. This is kind of similar, too, to the perception that I had around the Dan Bilzerian book. I remember initially I was like, there's no freaking way that I'm, I'm reading that book. I had a very negative connotation towards Dan Bilzerian. And then I said, well, he's figured out how to live such an incredible life. He's figured something out that I don't know. And now I want to get to know him. And I decided to read the book. and It was one of the best decisions I've ever read. Frankly, it's one of the best books I've ever read. Yes, it's written like a way that I have never, ever read a book. It's literally like watching an X-rated movie. But it teaches you things about human psychology, about your own self-image, about not putting people on pedestals and having some self-worth and some confidence for yourself, even when you fail at things sometimes. I learned a lot from that book. It Kind of plays into Abe's quote, right? I don't like that man. I must get to know him So we can't learn from people who see things the same way as us. So before I wrap this up real quick Our three main points number one Two for the for the outcome of, of finding ways to get over the situation If you find out that someone doesn't like you number one turn it in on yourself What can you control your thoughts your behavior and the amount of attention that you give to that person? Number two, stay curious about it. It leaves out judgment. Curiosity forces an open mind and ask yourself good questions, right? Remember your Raz. It will answer any questions that you ask it. Why doesn't that person like me? It's going to answer it. Why does that, what could that person love about me? It's going to answer it. And number three, empathize with them. Sometimes they may be going through some struggles in order for them to feel strong and to feel powerful. They may need to talk bad about you or they may need to not like you, right? It's gonna help them in a way and we can empathize with them right we can be strong enough to say hey you can have some negative views towards me if that's gonna help you I'm okay because I'm strong enough to handle it right maybe in the end you can have some new perspectives or you can find a way to fight through whatever you're you're fighting through and you can be okay in the end right and then maybe one day we can we can rekindle and and be friends and, and be cordial to one another so number three empathize with them all right So thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode and taking 10 to 15 minutes. I know I think we went a little bit over that, but that's okay. Uh, Out of your busy schedules to listen to this episode, I hope it gave you a couple great ideas that can help you live a more peaceful life. So until next week's episode, go crack, open a book, go lift some weights, and let's all get smarter and stronger together. Take care, and we'll talk to you guys soon.